There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is Thursday, 4 o'clock, and we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. I hear a little laughter over there. I've already, a- I already said I looked on at our grid because we both filled it in independently today, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, no. If yeah. I would have seen this earlier, I would have said no because of <laughs> ongoing no, thing on the show. This is... This is Natalie Wood would have turned 85 years old today. Her 1981 death is still unsolved. Dun, dun. And she Play was dun, dun. she was amazing. She was amazing, amazing person. And I thought, well, okay, she had a glamorous life and a mysterious death after a boating accident. And <clears throat> two of the three people who were on that boat with her are still alive and not talking. Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken. Her husband. No, Robert Wagner was her husband that she That's married twice. And Christopher Walken was her co-star mm-hmm. in a movie that they were filming called Brainstorm. And um, that movie, when she died, it was a sci-fi movie directed by Douglas Trumbull. And she only had five days remaining on the movie and it was key scenes. And for a year after her death, Variety had multiple stories about MGM, the filmmakers, and the insurance companies, whether or not they should complete the movie or abandon it. And it did come out in the fall of 83. Reviews on it were not good. Um, the majority of the players, including Stars Walking and Wood, seemed merely along for the ride. So, But that... Her death hung like a cloud over the movie and to some over her whole career because people, she really was known as a child actress in the 1947 Christmas classic Miracle on 34th Street, which came out in the summer. I know, I did not remember that. And then a teenage star in Rebel Without a Cause, where she got her first Oscar nomination. Bear with me. And all... (laughs) Three of the stars of Rebel Without a Cause had tragic deaths. James, James Dean, Sal Mineo, and Natalie Wood. I don't know who Sal Mineo is. He I guess. was a co-star in it. He had a very tragic... He, I believe, died by homicide in a motel in Phoenix. If Ooh. my... Uh, if, I, if I'm remembering that correctly... Um, but yeah, he, he was murdered, and then she was in. Um, and I just watched this with my dad. Um, West Side Story. No, The Searchers. John Wayne, an epic western that Is we watched really? on Grit. Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, I wonder movie. if I should watch that. All yes, right, that's the Searchers. A, that, the Searchers with John Wayne, and then she was in a movie with Gene Kelly, Marjorie Morningstar, 
And she was in Kings Go Forth with Frank Sinatra and Tony Curtis. But really, 1961, she's in Splendor in the Grass with Warren Beatty. Mm-hmm. She gets her second Oscar nomination and then West Side Story. And, um, you know, she was great in both of those movies. And then her third and final Oscar nomination comes with the, it was a very daring movie for 1963 called Love with the Proper Stranger. And she becomes pregnant after a one night stand with Steve McQueen. It was a scandalo at the time. And Does then she have a baby with Steve McQueen in the movie. Oh, Love, gosh. Uh, okay, Love so with I, the Proper Stranger okay. was the movie. Oh, and I want to see that. I bet they're hot together. Oh, you know it. And then, Love with a Stranger. Love with a Proper Stranger. And then in 1965 and 66, she co starred with the handsome rising star. Robert Redford in a movie called Inside Daisy Clover. And this property is condemned or the name of those movies. And they briefly met because they went to Van Nuys High School together at the same time. She and Robert Redford. Can you imagine all this beautiful... Robert Redford, oh Mm -hmm. my word, was he beautiful. And then she stepped away from acting for three years and she came back in Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice Mm -hmm. in 1969. And then she didn't make another movie for another six years and she had a cameo as herself in Robert Redford's movie, The Candidate. Best. That that movie holds up. It does. And he's so beautiful in that. And then Listen, she... Really the important thing. Yeah, and then she did some really great work in television. She was in Tennessee Williams' Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, Roof in 1976 with her Robert Regner, her husband, Lawrence yes. Olivier. And then she was in the miniseries From Here to Eternity in 1979. And um, so younger people may not know most of her work, but they might remember hearing about her death because it was a very lonely and sordid ending for someone who basically spent their whole life since the age of six in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she played a lot of characters who were high strung and neurotic and but audiences loved her and wanted her to have have a happy ending, which is why her real life ending is so horrible. And I'm obsessed that we have never solved the mystery of who, you know, who killed her. And mm-hmm. like I said, um, Robert one? Wagner isn't speaking about it. In his memoir in 2008, Robert Red- Wagner, whom she married twice, and she married someone else in between marrying him twice, he offers the theory that she fell into the water as she was retying the dinghy that had been banging against the boat. The following year, the captain of the boat, Dennis Davern, wrote his own book, and he alleged that they had a big fight and that Robert Wagner pushed her in the water, and he withheld the information because Wagner intimidated him into silence, maybe paid him. Remember, people from nearby boats heard the arguing, and then in 2011, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office reopened the investigation, and they changed the cause of death to drowning and other undetermined factors. But it still remains unsolved, even though in 2018, Robert Regner was named a person of interest, but not a suspect. But then the daughters came out and mm-hmm. said, stop this. Yeah. Stop this. Leave my dad alone. Yeah. So... Anyway, I just wanted to remember her on of her 85th birthday. Of course you Julia. did. And to everyone who's been with us since <laughs> the beginning of time, <sighs> I'm sorry and you're welcome. Listen. All at the same time. People want to remember Grant, you us have a no, glamorous Grant, movie you have, star. You have no idea. 
<laughs> I know Danny Rito's going, here we I go know. again. Grant, you have no idea. It's kind of funny. But thank you for but reminding us of her. Glamorous, glamorous movie star. Oh, she was with, amazing, Lori. With but a it, mysterious death that very. is unsolved. I don't think it's ever going to get solved. I'm going to say that about that one. Well, yeah, unless Christopher Walken talks. Yeah. Nope, and he might have been drunk and passed I out I think in they his all bedroom. were. They were all big partiers together. But still, when I read that book, I think she's coming on in August. It takes place on Catalina Island, the port town of Avalon, where uh-huh. they were asked to leave a restaurant because they were so rowdy. And she and Robert Wagner got into a big argument at this restaurant in What is Avalon. the name of this book? It's called, it's at Rachel Howell Hall. I can't remember the name of it, but she's coming up here in August. I know August. she is. And it all takes place on Catalina. Oh, yeah. My mom used to go to Catalina Island back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No cars on the island. Lots of pigs. Tons of wild pigs. And bison. The... Yeah, and wild pigs. Wild pigs, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, thank you for that. I'm gonna, right. We're going to come back. Mm-hmm. It's Lori and Julia. Um, we've got Random Thoughts next. Okay, Lori and Julia here for MSP Airport and MSPAirport.com. The MSPAirport.com is such an amazing um, place to go for everything about the airport. And they've got all these things. But one that I clicked on today was need special assistance. Mm -hmm. And so there's different 20 different results about all the different things that they have to help you with ground transportation, accessibility maps. Uh, hearing loop technologies for people who have hearing aids, electric carts. But the one that I really thought was interesting is the lactation centers. That's they right. Have, they added that. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different locations for mothers who are nursing, including in Terminal 2 on Concourse H. It's amazing how many, and they have electrical outlets, soft lighting, artwork, and comfortable seating for moms who want some privacy yeah. during breastfeeding. Telling you, MSPAirport.com is your source for everything for the airport. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That is all it is. All right, you were just talking about bison, Lori. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you that there was a goring uh, at... Um, Yellowstone? Mm-hmm. I think there were two. Yeah. This is, you know, our sisters live right there, mm-hmm. and they always talk about it. People are so dumb around trying to go and look, get out of their cars and look at bison. The one lady got charged. She was a, this lady got charged. She was yeah. a, a good, healthy distance yeah. away. They can get up to thirty-five miles an hour once they start running. Just be careful. But the one <laughs> lady that did get charged, yeah, she sustained significant injuries to her chest and abdomen. Uh, it was she, um, yeah. She just got engaged. Her fiancé was traveling with her, and they were planning on getting engaged in Yellowstone Park. Amber Harris and her now fiancé, Chris Whitehall, had been planning to propose Yellowstone National. We were supposed to be there over the 4th of July weekend Mm -hmm. and canceled, but um, they're from from Phoenix, Arizona, went to Yellowstone, and he proposed her in the hospital. hospital. That's kind of sweet. But you just have to be careful. They are... They're not your friend. No. And there's plenty. Oh, yeah. You can see them. There's plenty, plenty, plenty. Okay. So, you know, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, the movie, is basically a biopic on Mr. Oppenheimer, Mm -hmm. on the guy. 
Um, and I just started thinking the, today. The atom bomb. The atom bomb. But it's really his, it's a biopic on him. Okay, on him. It really but is. that's what he did, because people that's don't what he know who yes. Oppenheimer is. Okay, so he, he was part of a team that created the atom bomb. Mm-hmm. So I was down in the lunchroom today, and one of the gentlemen that works there was asking, we were just talking about stuff, and um, another colleague who went to Oppenheimer with the movie, and we were talking about how great it was, and this guy said, well, you know, what? have you seen the Manhattan Project? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I'm like, I always wondered why this making of the atomic bomb was called the Manhattan Project. Do you guys know? I watched that mini, that that series. I know you did, but do you know? Uh, it was in the desert because there was no one around and they could practice blowing up things. But why did they call it the Manhattan Project? Because everyone was from Manhattan. Good, good, good one. Okay, it was officially created, the Manhattan Project, on August 13th in 1942. And it's a misnomer because it started in New York City and Manhattan at 270 Broadway. And this is um, General Leslie R. Groves, who was appointed to head the project after they had already named someone, but he wasn't doing anything quick enough. So they fired him and brought in Groves, who Matt Damon plays in the movie, to head the project, decided to follow the custom of naming the Corps of Engineer districts for the city which they're located. The Atomic Bond Project thus became known as the Manhattan Engineer District or the Manhattan Project for sure. Because I'm like, why would they name it that? Yeah. So that kind of just kind of spiked a little bit. And then they, um, the first major funding came that year when President Roosevelt ordered an initial allotment of $500 million. Then they moved it wow. to D.C. while the project sites were scattered around the country. And then once they brought in the new guy who was just like, let's get it done, who's the smartest guy, you know, you'll find out all this. But then they had different sites across the United States that they were trying to figure it out to do in. And the rest is history. But in Random Thoughts from the Machine today, one of the things that came up, the U.S. city with the highest concentration of millionaires is Los Alamos, New Mexico. Los Alamos. Los Alamos. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Lori. With 12.4% of households having at least a million dollars in assets. That's mostly because of all the chemists, engineers, and physics working at the Los Alamos um, National Laboratory. So they brought in all these people to help develop it, and many many of them stayed. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of just a good little... I feel like in Don't Worry Darling, that was sort of what Olivia Wilde was, you know, like all those people that were working in secret out at the desert. Sure. You know, like that that was inspired by Los Alamos and sure, the, Manhattan the Manhattan Project, Project. and all of that, because the mysterious thing that the men went off to yes. do in the desert every day. Yeah. Yeah. You did know that did happen in that movie, and that's about all you know. That was a crazy movie. Yeah. It was a crazy movie. Um, you were saying that next week. We're- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're going to have it be having a little bit of a heat wave. We're getting a heat dome. The heat dome is moving over Minnesota. We're going to have like 95, 97, really, really, really maybe our hottest days. Okay, so, you know, basically, 
prepare yourself. Casey's prepare yourself. already just like, uh, you know, verklempt about it. He hates heat so much. When I was in Duluth, I, Duluth has had a very coolish summer, mm-hmm. shall we say? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, it's like, that's the kind of weather. He's like, 75. Oh, I know. I just don't. I'm like, burr. <laughs> totally burr. I brought my down jacket to your dad's funeral. I know. The weather difference between here and up there is crazy. Yeah. Um, Nino, Beverly Hills 90210 was originally supposed to be set in Maryland and called Potomac 20854. But the people behind it decided they needed a more recognizable place in Potomac. Yes. So that's how that one exactly. ended up. That's how that one ended up. And then I just have one more. If I say the name Don Carter, does that ring a bell with anyone here? Is that no. Sean Carter, Jay-Z's dad? <laughs> I don't know. Well played. Uh, very well, well played. But, but Don Carter was a bowling champion. And he was the first athlete to ever get a million-dollar endorsement deal. He was a champion. Dom Carter got a million-dollar deal in 1964 to endorse bowling balls from a company called Ebonite. E-B-O-N-I-T. Do you even recognize that? Who made your bowling ball? Uh, I have J.C. Penny. <laughs> he has a Hello ball. Kitty. I have a Hello Kitty. I don't know. I ordered it from the bowling alley, and it took me two years to get it, and it was made in Mexico. Remember when it finally came, and oh, you were bowling it, it and that's when Joe Souchere was watching you roll the Hello Kitty <laughs> ball between yeah. our studios, Grand. It was hysterical. Like That's so funny. That, maybe that's what when are he you decided doing I was wacky. Wacky. That's when I, I think I think he might have happened before then mm. but i i like it that it was then okay so are you guys feeling that you're starting to be more of an early bird at restaurants that you want to go a little earlier and be home by eight because no okay so this is a trend that people <laughs> no people, julia no grandma i'm not Grant, do you i mean I, I liked i usually go at eight but i sometimes regret it because i'd get home at 10 and then i have the bubble guts going to bed so people that's are saying it. that five o'clock is the new seven o'clock. Is this oh, going to go over? That's 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 too. Is this not going no, anywhere no. fast? That's happy hour. That's seen. That's like if you want the senior Your discount, discount. <laughs> exactly. But do the uh, restaurants? My dad liked going out at four thirty-five. Like if we go to the fish fry at the Fall Inn, which is amazing, we always had to be there by four thirty to beat the rush. Because they run out at fish fries. Really they good do. ones run out of fish. That is the reason behind that, too. I kind of am with your dad. He, 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 yeah, but mm-hmm. he was diabetic. And so yeah. he, want, you know, he was like, you know, eight, noon, and five. Kind of like those. So dice. he could have his evening hours free for licorice, good and plenty, orange slices, peppermint slices. <laughs> I could go straight to the sugar injection in the evenings, but I got my protein source in earlier. Well, so no, No. yes, but it's up. Restaurant tours, people going to restaurants because it's so hard. You know, in some restaurants, they charge you for a seven o'clock reservation. What? There's a premium price around them at busy, busy restaurants. Mm -hmm. Little extra. It's like getting a great seat at a movie theater. Oh, they've already backpedaled from that. Have they? Already, is that gone? They're not going to do it. Okay. They've just they they've heard from their people. They've heard, and they realize we're trying to get people back in theaters. Let's not try and nickel and dine them. 
good. Yeah. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, so I just saw that news today. Right. That they've reversed course on that decision. And if you're going to the AMC Rosedale um, Theater, at, they're having a Barbie party. Oh, they are? Yes, there's a Barbie party at Putluck, which is the food eating court mm-hmm. there from 5 to 8 on Friday. Barbie Trend cocktails, life-side Barbie box that you can get in and Cute. get a picture of yourself in. Love it. And some prizes. So we yes. have been reduced to that the only thing for late night TV that is real and live is Andy Cohen, Watch What Happens Live. And Access Hollywood and Entertainment. Yeah, the, but I mean, for sitting on the couch, yeah. this is it. it. You know, can I just interrupt one quick second? Because yeah. I had an idea about this today or last night. I thought, you know, one of these networks would be so smart to go into the vault mm-hmm. and play vintage couch you know, just go back and give us some vintage couch because they're replaying things from just earlier this year. Who cares? We already saw it. Yeah. But if they went back to like the, you know, found some really but that good. that stuff is all on Tubi. But and... I don't ever watch it. Who goes to Tubi? I would, if it was right there that I knew this is vintage couch yeah. week or something. Don't and they you promote have Tubi it? as one of your little streamers. I would things? never go there. All I'm right. sick of streaming. Yeah. Putting it well, in Well, it words. all depends on who owns it. Right. But I yeah. kind of think that would be a way they could kind of do something fun. Well, you know, right. we had this idea before everyone went on strike, you know, let's invite vintage, you know, you know let's you know, have people that... Are, before that, you die, go on the couch. Yes, yes. Who cares <laughs> if they have some goodies and sit on the damn couch. That's right. And, you know, so speaking of, you know, reality, so Bethany Frankel uh, on her... On her podcast, she's calling for, she's like, I think reality stars should have a union because the networks and streamers are exploiting all the reality stars by replaying everything over and over. Like right now, Real Housewives of Miami, which aired on Peacock, is now running on Bravo. They didn't think it had enough legs and they just put it on Peacock. Now it's running on Bravo like... All the time. Well, like on a Thursday night. But it's like, oh, I already watched this on Peacock. And she's like, you know, she said, you can play as a streamer or network. You can play these reality shows as much as you want. And nobody gets paid for it. So... She said, "We just because we signed a contract doesn't mean we should be exploited. She said it means, you know, you should share. And she's like, she is right. There's expectation there. And, you know, she got paid $7,250 for her first season on the Real Housewives of New York. And she got the one, she's the one and only housewife that got the deal where any business she, that was, she only agreed to that small payment because she said okay but if i do anything i get to keep all the earnings you guys don't own any For of it because she had business Beth- product launch yeah because she, she had, had bethany, bethany bakes yes she did and, and then she did skinny girl and yeah. made a gazillion dollars and sold it yeah and but never no other housewife ever got that deal right. and she has been the most successful because yes, she, she didn't is. have to sign a very restricting contract yes. so i think she really has a point here yeah yeah and, because and think of how much more this reality stuff is going to be played and played and played and because she, there's no new programming. And she said Peacock asked her to do the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which we haven't seen yet with the other New York housewives. And she said, I'll do it, but my price is a million dollars. And she said, that's it. That's my asking price. They couldn't afford me. They said no. So I was like, okay, fine. And Andy, you know, in his book, the latest... Uh, book said, you know, she kind of called me and wanted to be on it. She says, make me an offer. Yeah. 
And that apparently wasn't enough. Yeah, it was a million dollars. So she's uh, she's not sure how one starts a, a union, she said, but we should find out what reality shows are in production right now and everyone should just stop working. Because the Bachelorette doesn't get any money, all those survivors that they replay, and they do reuse all this content. Yeah, yeah. So she's got a valid point. And if anyone could do it, it would be her. It really would be. So last night in the clubhouse, it was Vivica Fox and then Jennifer Padretti, not Padretti, because that's the girl from you, Padante. Anyway, she's an Orange County housewife from Orange County. Okay. They were in the clubhouse, and Orange County is good. It is. I oh, just yeah. deleted them. Is oh, it? I love Orange County. Okay. You know, I love it, love it, love yeah. it. But uh, Vivica always gives good couch. So here's just a little bit from Vivica in the clubhouse last night. Uh, did you call him a community dick ass? No. I, oh, I, I said Nick Cannon. Take your community dick self home and go pay some child support. Okay. Yeah. yeah did but, you hear from him? No, Ooh. I did not. And I, I like Nick as a friend. But I didn't get why he, like, called me out for, like, no reason. Right. I really didn't get the whole right. meaning of it. I mean, he was talking about one of my exes and then threw me in the, in the, in the batch. So, you know, Nick, it was just not cool. Okay. It was just not cool, but I haven't heard from him. But if you want to talk, call me. You know what I love about Vivica? She is not afraid of a public feud and uh, saying what she thinks. I love it. I love it. I I, I so appreciate that. And she, of course, she's had public feud, like 50 Cent, you know, he was one of her exes. Yes, yes. Anyway, so she, that was a pretty good, pretty good clubhouse. And then in a vintage clubhouse uh, throwback, I'm not sure when this one, when it aired, Andy had darker hair, not as gray, and Jennifer Lopez and Ray Liotta promoting NYP no. New York. It was no TV show they did. I know they did, but it was called... Um, I can't remember. It wasn't NYP. Shades of Blue. Or it was Shades of Blue, I think. Shades of Blue. I yes, loved it. I it know was you so did. Good. I faithfully watched that show. Of course, you know, I love a, I love a law procedural crime thing and he was it was shades of blue, shades of blue and, and it he, was in 2016 it was on for three seasons yes i watched every one of those yeah and you he did. plays this shady captain that's he's not a good guy and jennifer lopez was terrific in it and so they were in the clubhouse together old vintage and, one yeah yeah so for this from 2016 ray liotta who was the most overrated actor back in the 80s and 90s? An actor? As an actor. Yeah. Clint Eastwood, probably. Okay, Clint Eastwood. Interesting. <laughs> Name your favorite. I don't give a sh. There you go. Boop. I mean, Clint I, Eastwood. Oh I my love God. That's most... the best part about it. I don't give a Yeah, yeah right. he doesn't really care. I love that. They also asked Vivica Fox about when she spoke out after. Um, Will Smith hit Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscars, mm-hmm. and she um, she spoke out against Jada's silence afterwards and her lack of accountability. And then um, last night, um, Andy asked her, you know, are you guys, because she was friends with Will and Jada Smith before that, but she said, you know, Jada's not talking about the accountability factor here. So Andy asked, and she said, um, you know what? Um I can't say there's no there's no beef. I just said that due to the situation that happened, I just take some accountability so that everyone can move forward. I love Jada. I love Will. I ho- love their whole family. I don't have a beef with them. There's no hard feelings. We and I'm just gonna go on to what would follow that maybe. 
but we don't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but maybe we're not the best of friends. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I'd have that one. I didn't watch it because I didn't know who the second person was. Yeah, she's the new Orange County housewife. And her uh, relationship is in the hot seat because A, she's a new housewife. And B, she, uh, you know, left her husband's. Because she started having an affair with the guy who worked out at Tamara's uh, gym or something like that. Oh, the old... Cut fitness. Oh, the old gym. The old the gym. Old the old gym, gym romance, The right? old gym romance. And, so, and I haven't had a chance to watch the New York Housewives, um, the new, you know, Let's edition. plan on talking about that on Monday. Next week. We'll yeah, watch because, it on Monday. Because I'm only halfway through and I just don't feel like it right now. The only now. thing that I l- watched last night was Casey and I had two episodes of that amazing Edge of Your Seat show, Hijack, oh, on So Apple. are you only two in? or No, you, we're all you're caught, caught up. up. But I mean, Grant? it was like uh, f- episodes five and oh. six or whatever. That is a heart-poundingly tense, suspenseful show. And Idris Elba is fantastic. In it, I love that. It's really good. Oh my gosh! If yeah. you aren't watching it, that's on Apple People, Apple Plus. That is such... that would be one where you would just not even come out of your house. No. You just binge, no. binge. You binge, really binge. would. You would. Don't start that one at night because you'll be all of a sudden it'll be uh, three in the morning. You won't because when it's over, we just sit there like, oh, that? we gotta wait till and next week. I don't even week. show you a preview for the next week. No. But I'm like, give me something, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a great show. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, Let's see. Vanna White. Yes. Did she sign a contract? Still negotiating. I thought she signed a contract. Well, she has reportedly renegotiated her contract with Wheel of Fortune, but only for the celebrity edition. Oh. Um, Not the syndicated program. According to reports, Sonny has made it obvious they're not into what Vanna White wants for the, the regular program. According I don't to, know why she had such a crappy agent that he didn't, or he or she didn't, you know, take advantage of, you know. Her, Brian her, Friedman's her attorney who negotiated the celebrity Wheel of Fortune. And he's amazing, and I'm sure he'll get her an amazing But according deal. to reports, Friedman requested 50% of what Pat's compensation was for Sony, but re- Sony has refused to reveal Pat's pay for for the wheel. Pat earned $400,000 per episode. And uh, agreed to finally bump up her to a hundred thousand per. I mean, it's a meaningful bump, but the writer's strike has put an end to negotiations for the syndicated show. But the mm. parties are still far apart. Mm. We'll be back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. All right, we have got to Hollywood speak this. So yesterday okay. we saw a photo of uh, Jennifer Lopez. Um, in L.A. at the Tracy Anderson Method Studio in in um, Studio yes. City yes. is where okay. that is. And um, locked out. And she looked very put out, you know, knocking on the door. Nobody's answering, blah, blah, Where's blah. Where's Tracy Anderson when you need her? Yeah, so finally someone comes and unlocks the door. Well, she must have looked down at her phone at some point and saw that... The paparazzi got a photo of her looking annoyed, knocking on the door. So when she left after working out 
and the paparazzi, maybe they were like yelling, whatever they yell at her. She, she should hey, know. Hey, Kayla, wave to us. Show us. How are you? How's your marriage with Ben? Whatever they yell. Yep. She, you know, your new song, whatever. I mean, she's been going to the Ivy, which is a paparazzi so spot. She's been, she seeks out paparazzi. Yes. It must drive Ben Affleck crazy. As she's leaving, she yells, bleep you, bye. This is so not J-Lo. A person who calls the paparazzi, lets them know where she's going to be. And I'm just like, where is this anger coming from, J-Lo? Bleep you by. She was having a bad day. And I don't think it was because she was locked out for 10 minutes out of a studio or five minutes or whatever it was. I don't know. Maybe people gave her crap about her bad ballad, Midnight in Vegas. We played a little of it yesterday. (laughs) We laughed about it. It's pretty bad. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's just not like her. No, she's at always all. happy. She presents. She presents because we've happy. heard stories behind the scene that she is not the nicest person. That she can be standoffish, kind of rude, kind of you know. Well, uh, this did, might make sense then because okay. a blind item today was talking about you know who went to a gym door was locked out and was crabby, but the continuation of the blind item was that. Who keeps setting up paparazzi opportunities for their husband who diverts the plan and does something else? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's they're so opposite in this area. He is so private and right. does not want to be filmed every bloody day. And she wants it from all areas. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because she's been to the Ivy in um, West Hollywood uh, the last, like twice in the last week. Okay. Once with Violet. Ben's daughter and then once with like a friend or something and you know when Ben and J-Lo called off their wedding they uh, their very next appearance was walking out of the Ivy the next day to signal well the wedding is just called off but we're still together even though they ended up breaking up yeah you're deep that's a deep cut okay Lisa Rinna you know she um uh, was showing off a new Lisa Rinna lip color on Instagram, and her lips were very overlined, very, very you know, glam. Maybe filters were going on, and people were comparing her to. She looks like Steven Tyler. She looks like a Bratz doll. She looks like Brandy Glanville. Today, she posted on her Instagram story with the news article comparing her to Glanville. And she just wrote, Brandy and I had a good laugh over this today. I said to her, we've come a long way, baby. I don't even know. I don't even know how to deal with that. you come a long way from your faces? Or Mm -hmm. what are you saying? Well, I I don't even know. I mean, that's all I can think of. Did those two fight back in the day? I can't even remember. I never remembered those two fighting. I remember Brandy fighting with everyone else in the Real Housewives. I want to say that maybe Brandy was gone when Lisa Rinna came along. Maybe. Because she was a housewife. Lisa was like a housewife for eight years, and Brandy was more at the beginning. But I don't know. That show's been on so long. But anyway, you had a good laugh. They probably, you know, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. If I was Lisa Renna and compared to Brandy Glanville, I would not be laughing. Think about it. I would not be laughing at all. I would think, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, this is, or we're all morphing into the same person in L.A. In L.A., yeah. yeah. And then um, I'm not watching the Kardashians on Hulu. I, I was like, I watched that show on E! I can't be bothered to I go to Hulu. Watch it, well, but people aren't watching it, just FYI. Yeah, yeah people are not tuning into it. But uh, last night's episode, um, or Wednesday's episode, they, she and her sisters were talking, and we got some details which is really the only way I need to watch it is just watch, read the details. She said, I talking to her sisters about breaking up with Kanye. And she said, I definitely jumped into another relationship so fast. It got my mind away from like stuff. And that's not a way to like run from things like better to feel, heal and deal. Feel, heal and deal. (laughs) Feel, heal and deal. Well, well, I mean, she was, it, I would jump into a relationship fast to get away from Kanye. I know, but, would, but would, really, you would smell burning right. rubber. That's how fast I get away. But the thank you, of what Kanye did to the very first person that she fell in with were pretty severe. Yeah. And maybe she thinks, you know, knowing that he is unstable. No, it's nothing about it that. It had nothing to no, do with no. that. It was she, just on her. It was yeah. just, yeah, she just, just wanted... On her. She wanted to, you know. She wanted a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't realize in that moment how it would affect the other person. Well, she and- probably, I mean, you know, she did uh, also talk to her sisters about uh, the big reveal. She kept every single Yeezy yes, design for her, for her kids. Yes. <laughs> but I think that's, it sounds dumb. But, but it's the it's, it's, it's the money. It's, exactly. Oh, yeah. Those are original pieces that her kids will sell for the hundreds of thousands of dollars down the road, even though he is a horrible human being, people we all saw how many when they canceled all this stuff, yes. how much people were paying for Yeezys and all that stuff. That is a investment for her kids in a horrible way. I say it, she has a thirty thousand piece fashion archive. Yeah, it's massive. Wow. She calls I herself a her. memory. Harder. I love me. that. That's great. I would yeah. go to this museum. How many of you I would are go to her hoarders. museum? Yeah. Down the road. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good for her. Every... If you have the space and the temperature and the lighting and, and a way to do it that isn't exhausting. Mm-hmm. Good call on the temperature. You gotta you I know. gotta store that stuff in the I right know. temperature. I'm, I'm a, a meat every like media pass or anything we've ever gotten, I've saved all that stuff. You have? I hate it though. Oh, we yeah. don't get them anymore. Yeah, I didn't don't even go to see to. a show because I couldn't find the damn tickets online. On my phone. I, I, my Beyonce ticket, I would normally be saving. I, what do I do? Print my Ticketmaster thing? View to get your ticket. It's so boring. It's You're so right. How do you boring. memory hoard without a ticket stub? I would agree. There's not even a program. You got to buy something yeah. to archive that People thought. are already down at Huntington Bank Stadium. That's right. To get the merch and get yeah. you know, get all that kind of stuff. Get a good parking spot. It's good. It's a big deal. She's. You're gonna have so much fun tonight. Yeah, Metro Transit. Well, yeah, Metro Transit is running extra, extra trains and buses and stuff like that. But um, I don't know what time she'll be over. If it's a, like Grant, you said, if it's a ten thirty, is it a two, it's and, a two and a half, and a half hour, show? hour set? They've been on average two and a half hours. Okay. And you, she said it starts at seven, but you're right. She'll probably come out seven fifteen, seven thirty. Vividly. You got to get people in the gate. But vividly remember you and I at the end of the last one last time. Note to self, don't walk this far back to Hubbard. Oh, yeah. Because we walked. I've done it many times. I know it, but note to self, we were exhausted afterwards because that was a, there was thunder and lightning. It stopped, started last time. Was there no green line? 
then? We didn't take it. Oh, okay. We thought it'd be quicker to walk. Walk. What were we thinking? And note to self, just I'm telling you that about mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. No, I'm not <laughs> planning on walking. Okay. Because I vividly remember you and I, oh, I, why did we decide to walk? Well, and I'd be like, we're committed. We have to do it. And they're like, no, but... Why didn't we get on the train? There's a bicyclist. There's a couple guys that ride around on those bicycles with the carriages behind yeah. them. Oh, pedicabs. I, I, yeah, I, I go to a lot of gopher football games, and I'll park here, walk down the hill, because I don't mind walking down this right. hill. Right, yeah. It's coming home. But it's coming back, and so I'll find one of those guys, throw them a 20, and get a ride, and they're just sitting there. <sighs> oh, because it is a bit <sighs> it's uphill, a bit isn't uphill, it? But yeah. I'm sitting there, legs put up, getting a nice breeze. It's the way to do it if you don't want to ride the train. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a unique way to get back to the station. Yeah, I got it. There, There'll be plenty of them around the stadium tonight, so. There will be. Okay, well, there maybe you that's go. Bring what some cash. and I will do. Yeah, bring some cash. I always have cash. I know. You yeah. are. I like cash. that idea, Lori. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a petty cab and just. Uh, oh, they're the best. Not, you know, I'm sure that the train will be packed. 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 Right? Mm-hmm.